15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Oh, that's a cheer we used to do in softball. Uh, what? It's, uh, actually Geico. Whenever someone hit a triple, we would wave our bats and yell, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. But we never got to use it because we would only hit home runs. Annoying. The phrase is from Geico because they help save people money? Geico? Yeah, they were our team sponsor. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Welcome to DC On Screen. This is a podcast about the DC Universe properties being produced for film and television. From next year's Batman vs. Superman, Dawn of Justice, to television fare like The Flash, Arrow, and Gotham. To be clear, this is a spoiler-filled show. If you want to remain unspoiled, abandon all hope ye who enter here. My name is David C. Robertson, and this is my co-host, Jason. Hello. All right, there has been so much that's been going on. We're going to backtrack just a little bit more. Um, we didn't get to any of the uh, Jared Leto Joker stuff. We didn't get to so much Suicide Squad stuff that dropped because it dropped like five hours after we stopped recording last week. Let's talk about some of the uh, the Suicide Squad stuff, man. Did you uh, did you happen to check out that video they, they did of the Joker slapping Harley? I saw that very briefly before uh, Warner Brothers smited it from the internet. And mm. <laughs> along with it, the little clip of, uh, what is what is a very vaguely Jersey sounding girl say uh, what it was that she says catch up or something I couldn't even tell but um, there's been just enough footage to know that there's a, a a major Harley Joker kind of vibe to it which is 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 gonna be good and there's even been hints that they're gonna talk about the Joker when he's actually at the asylum and she's just you know Harleen Quinzel and you know if we can do a quick nod to Mad Love while we're at this that that will uh, that'll set my heart aflame. That'll be that'll be fine. Well, I did I did catch the video um, where he kind of pulls up in the car and gets out and he's talking to her. Mm-hmm. Leto's mm-hmm. Joker at this point seems very hammy. I, I couldn't decide if it looked very Hamill or or just something else entirely. It without hearing a voice, without actually you know having editing there, just from afar on a cell phone, it, it looks like it could go either way. It could be really dark and and creepy or it could be uh you know something more akin to jim carrey's the riddler yeah i mean it at that distance and over that technology and with absolutely no other decent context and without the artist even getting to complete a stroke that could be lawrence olivier playing the joker and it could still look like crap yeah it um we have we have no real right to judge it yet although we are welcome to well sure that's why we're here (laughs) and that's the joy of the whole thing (laughs) and it Whatever they do, um, you know, the voice is important because with Hamill doing it the way he has, I say has, with the hope that he'll do it again in the future, um, the, he, he put the bar so high for the Joker voice. And by the way, uh, what's the name of the new guy doing that voice for the games? Uh, Troy Baker. That's his Thank name. you. Yes. Um, he, he's done a fine job Tom holding, Baker. holding the mantle. He what? <laughs> I wanted to say Tom Baker for just a minute and... It's not. That's then not actually got lost in, and how amazing it would have actually been to see the fourth Doctor as the Joker. <laughs> <laughs> we can't have everything. Man. It, it that voice though has been so iconic for so long, and that giant shit-eating grin. It, it's all. It's all. It's all very important. And without knowing, seeing it go through post, and without seeing it go through the the coloring, whatever they're gonna do with it, it. 
we we can't know yet. All all I can do is hope that I'm less afraid of that damaged tattoo by the end of the film than I know mm-hmm. I will be at the beginning of the film. Because trepidation barely describes what I felt when I saw the damaged tattoo on the forehead. Yeah, those tattoos, man. It would appear that our fears were very real. Uh, the the damaged tattoo is on his head. The the, the Joker tear, the J tear. The Joker tear is actually a little funny. I can I can actually get behind that one. It, it, if it was by itself, I would have thought it was kind of kind of quirky and tasteful. But on the rest of that skater boy body, it just it's it's too much. And yeah, I kind of I kind of like the ha 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 ha. It, it's it's not this this is by no means condemnation. I'm just. I'm damned curious. I'll tell her that. Well, I mean, it's, it's not condemnation on my part either. It's, it's, there's, I have a, there's a trepidation <laughs> staring at these waters. That, it's the word I keep coming back to every time I think about the Joker at this point. And my hope is that, um... Which, to know, be we, fair, we all... is, is, is at the minimum the, the word you should be thinking of. Right, When you think right. of the Joker. Um, fair let's, enough. Let's, let's move on to some other news here. Um, Jerry, what you got? I, I'm sure you've read this. They, they've got they're talking about Doomsday being in in <coughs> Batman versus Superman. That he might be like a like a Zod clone or some something like that. It's just all rumor. Just people randomly, rampantly conjecting. Yeah, just people like ourselves with way too much time on their hands. Yes. It and. <sighs> I, I was I was annoyed we because we, we record these things on Saturday and and it was seriously about two hours after we stopped it was it, it broke that Doomsday was officially going to appear. Um, Would, did it was it official? I thought it looked like it was only a rumor to me. I, it became it went from a rumor to official. I, I think last Saturday, like last Saturday evening, sometime. Because as of now, hmm. it's official. He's in there. Like Luthor's in there. Who else do we have at this point? Okay. It's, how many other villains? <laughs> How'd you put it? How many villains can we cram in here? How many characters can they cram into Dawn of Justice? Like this is getting scary. There's a scary Flash in a way rumor. That... There's a Aquaman rumor. There's a. It's it's going to be anybody who's cast at this point is in danger of wandering across the set and getting into film into frame. <laughs> I generally worry when when they start when you take a simple premise and a premise that is simple on its face but could easily take up three and a half hours. Like Batman versus Superman. Yes. And you feel the need uh, it, to cram in Wonder Woman and and Doomsday and all of these people. Like they, well, they keep they're already going to be dealing with uh, it, it. The one thing that seems clear is they're dealing with the ramifications of uh, someone with godlike abilities suddenly showing up, um, mm-hmm. and then Batman deciding to power check that. That's that's an hour and a half if you want it to right there. Mm-hmm. If you fully yeah. flesh out that story, we've got that's that's it. That's all you'd need. Um, you could pull in, you know, Luthor at the end as just a tease for the next one, and, and that would you wouldn't even have to make the entire thing about him. That being said, Eisenberg's that's gonna be that's gonna be really good. So I have no hard feelings about it. It does make it look a lot um. like. Um, if you have Luthor and Doomsday there, it starts to make it look like, or Doomsday is going to somehow be a product of Lex, because I, I think more that I just I hope that's how they're going to do it, because it, it what are the odds that somebody like Lex shows up on the scene at the same time that somebody like Doomsday falls out of the sky? That's a bad day right yeah. there. Yeah, yeah. I I guess day. my big worry, I guess my big concern here is, uh, I mean, as long as they keep a lot of these these characters to cameo roles, I, we're going to be good. I just don't want this to be like DC scrambling and just shoving as many characters up our ass as we can take. Yeah, like, we, we that's don't need that. not going to cut it for me. Like that's going to be awful if 
These are all I mean, I know powerful they're, characters they're in their own up, right. Just let them tell their stories. I mean, is it? It is a kind of a funny idea that you know Superman shows up. No one helps him stop Zod. Yeah, they could yeah, have easily no helped out stop there. all the destruction. Even there's Aquaman no somewhere must have heard the destruction on the shores of Metropolis. It's it, somewhere. Right. Um, well, there was an there was an idea that I've I've read numerous times that Aquaman's going to be like no pun intended super pissed mm-hmm. at Superman because oh, there, the, there the was even that rumor that he's from, the one that pulls him out of the water, right? Yeah, yeah. He sent the whales there in that in that mm-hmm. bit where he like falls in from the oil the oil tanker or whatever. But which for him is a power nap. Spill. Yeah, yeah. But there's the, you know there's this idea that Aquaman is like oh the world engine messed up the oceans we're I'm really I'm very angry as the king of Atlantis. <laughs> Maybe you could have helped. <laughs> like I get Aquaman not helping because traditionally he's kind of a in the last you know fifteen twenty years he's the kind of character who would just kind of be like that's for land dwellers. Meh. Yeah he he's a bit insular he. he... He thinks it's cute that our little thirty percent of the world has problems. It's, a, it's adorable. Yeah, <laughs> we we are a third world country to to Aquaman. All right. land dwellers, uh, our entire they're up there starving, is... sticking sticks through their noses. I don't know what's happening. Yeah, anyway, where's my I mean, seahorse? <laughs> the only thing he understands about about land civilization in any way is is tattoos. He he does relate on the tattoos, but short of that right. and and the lumber sexual fad, he's, he's a little behind uh, the, what, what we're up to. I wonder if those tattoos are made with octopus ink. Right. It, you know, and traditionally, it... Maybe they're just watercolor. villains. Right, yeah. No, it's, it's, <laughs> it's a daily process, applying that much henna. Right. It's really, it takes up a, a majority of their, their day just tattooing themselves mm-hmm. properly. But their worst villain well, is I mean, Black Manta, so, you know, not a lot on their plate. I wonder if they're just going to call him Manta. Just Manta. Some executive producer is like, that's kind of racist now. Oh. Was he black? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. He's oh. in a helmet. I've never seen. He's just... You know, we well, we can't recast him. No. Um, <laughs> they're, they're scuttling trying to get around the, the, the controversy before it starts. Um, they would. Those detached weirdos. All right, so there's a big rumor. I don't know if it's true. Lex Luthor war suit to appear in Batman versus Superman. This Luthor kid, uh... and I do say kid and mean that, mm-hmm. because it is Jesse Eisenberg playing him. Mm-hmm. He's been busy. If he's making clones of Zod and building a, a Kryptonite suit, <laughs> and they're not straight up his... saying like, not on his laurels is... that one. This is the purple and green Lex Luthor war suit. Well, he is, uh, as he describes himself in a few books, a 12th level intellect. I don't know what that means. I'm not a 12th level intellect and therefore may not be able to understand the term. But I understand <laughs> that he has major smarts. He made it up. That's Probably. <laughs> but Luther's That's smart enough that he could make up a term like that and we'd all believe it was a real thing by the time he was done. Well, yeah, he's walking around in a green and purple suit, powered by kryptonite. Why wouldn't we believe it? We're like, yep, I don't know right. how to make that. I don't know how to make that. And I'm gonna he, go watch he designs his stuff with with such relative ease. <laughs> it makes it sound like he took a, a long bath and banged out the, uh, the the basic technical design in his head while he was soaking. 
And dude, I feel like out, I feel fresh like and is... soapy and ready to build. I feel like someone somewhere midway through shooting went, oh, wouldn't it be cool if we had an Iron Man, but he was evil? What do we have like that? Lex Luthor's war suit. That's, that's, that is what I feel like happened. That's, <laughs> if, if this is Why a real thing. on the Iron Man stuff? Well, they've got a guy. Oh, man, he's even got an, a green arc <clears throat> reactor. Is that what that thing was called? I just thought it was like shiny hole in chest. Right. Now, by the way, we noticed the, and by the way, Eisenberg's shot his little, uh, his his little headshot of of him bald as Luther. Oh, that looks great! Looks great. It got, does. He's got a, a very menacing tone on his face. It's fantastic. I'm looking forward to that. But he is bald, so I'm I'm wondering mm-hmm. if at some point in in this version of Luther's past he was he worked on an oil rig and maybe when Superman set it on fire it balded him. That way we can keep the old concept. Uh, you know. Hope not. He was just just a high level executive out to inspect that day, and I'm I'm just kind of I'm okay with never having to to actually explain why he's bald. No, I mean people could just you know shave their heads and not have to have an entire backstory. Right. Well, what always bothered me, I mean, in this picture you, of of Eisenberg as Luther, you can actually see like the buds of hair, and you could on, on Rosenbaum as well in mm-hmm. Smallville. And he was like, oh, well, when I, you know, the meteor went over my head and made me bald and I've never been able to grow hair, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, I'm, I can see your hair. They always use I that. can like, see. What is the stat? Like a third of men or something? It, it's something <laughs> pretty large. Have have balding issues. And a very small amount of those people end up being megamalinical supervillains. It, I don't know, man. I'm getting a little thin. I'm starting to feel pretty evil. Starting to feel evilish? Like yeah i've got a lot of bitter bitter rage for the world now have you have Um, have you (laughs) all you're waiting on is that inspiration from a super creature somewhere that you could well i'm not a level uh, 12 intellect so there's only so much i can do with it yeah up until at least level eight you don't really experience extreme rage i can unleash a podcast onto the world but that's about it that only requires like a level two (laughs) intellect there's That's there's some true. variety of fern and slug that could produce a podcast. I'm I'm not saying I'm a level anything intellect. I I I prefer to keep my intellect secret. We we do not deign to compare ourselves with Luthor. Well, we would we would be fools too. It would be foolish. It would. We've got Phil Lord talking about how the Flash starring Ezra Miller. Now this is he believes and this is the fact that he says he believes. Um, scary, right? I read, I read that clip. Yeah, that he believes he qualified that everything. He did. He he qualified every damn thing he could. <laughs> he believes it'll be a standalone film. He believes it'll be Barry Allen. That was my and favorite. Go- he believes it will be Barry Allen. And he <clears> says he thinks they're doing a pretty good job of making it uh, making it its own thing, aside from the the Flash series. But it'll also kind of stand apart from the rest of the DC Cinematic Universe. It'll be a part of it, but not like a big thread in it. So I don't, I don't really understand what the point is. Like I really don't. You got Grant Gustin who's killing it. Mm-hmm. I just, I don't understand what their, what their <clears throat> idea is here. I really don't. I don't. Moving on. It, it. I mean, if you're, <laughs> I, I, I could get it if you're, a, if you're a writer, you're a producer, whatever your role is in this whole thing. You, you want to make your own contribution, so you. As he kept calling it, carve out your own space. You know, man, good for mm-hmm. you, but make it work. Make it work. And 
Gustin and co. have set the bar pretty high. It wouldn't hurt you much if you, you know, decided you wanted to make it Wally West on film instead. Something. Anything. If you want to really set yourself yeah. apart, how many flashes do you have to choose from? Well, they can't. It's going to be. You know what? I would be okay with them making the it Jay. They should make it a period piece and make it Jay Garrick. That'd be fine. Although you get the I'd feeling that Rip Hunter and co. are about to explore Jay Garrick a, a little bit over at Legends. At the very least, I think one of the time jumpy episodes will probably be a Garrick flashback. At the very least. Yeah. So apparently Wonder Woman is hundreds of years old in Batman vs. Superman. Good. <clears throat> she's not thousands new... of years old. And she's not 23. Not... Yeah, I haven't been able to get behind this this new 52 version of it. I, I haven't I haven't fully wrapped my head around that idea that there's a, she she every time I've seen her portrayed for this, she's she's bestial. She, she just she's just a rogue maniac with a really sharp sword. Have you have you kept up with Convergence at all? I have not. It looks like uh, Convergence number eight is going to be like the main the main ending to that story, um, and I haven't kept up with it like meticulously to any degree. But mm-hmm. it it really looks like uh, I mean they've already announced that they're they're do, they're going to be done with the new fifty two, uh, yeah. and that they're pushing more toward character stories. But it, just looking very briefly into Convergence, it looks like they they are going to be picking and choosing from the previous universe and the new 52 and replacing things. I don't think the new 52 has been critically quite the hit they thought it was going to be. And it's painted them into some corners and everyone's kind of like getting over that and going, well, we kind of missed the old universe. If anyone's about 20 years older than, than me. So I'd say around 45, 50 ish. And you feel this creeping suspicion that you've been through this before. It was called crisis. Mm Mm-hmm. And it came about in in a very similar way. Oops, what have we done? Hmm. How can we fix this? I know. And here, here's the funniest part. Scott Scott Lobdell, he's he's the cat writing this thing, and he's got a pretty good ear for dialogue and like character interplay. They actually have a bit where like Parallax is talking about. He's got some massive plan. He's talking about reality bending and whatnot. And another character just kind of goes, Parallax, we don't want another zero hour. <laughs> <laughs> and with that lantern firmly in place, they <laughs> carried on with the rest of the series. <laughs> the line alone made me want to actually go back and read Convergence. I'll never get to it, but there's just too I, much. Um, there's... I'll I'll get to it. I, it's, there's been... It was impossible. You... You couldn't get on Hulu at any point during the last, say, year and not just have a, a backlog of superhero crap you needed to watch. Mm-hmm. I don't even know what real drama's like anymore. I don't understand. I've started. I've tried to watch a couple of shows that other people were interested in, like Parenthood or something. It, I Even with Game of Thrones, I keep thinking, like, well, I mean, why, there should be more capes. It, and there's a certain amount of capes in Games <laughs> of Thrones, Game of Thrones, so you'd think it would help me. No, no. Yeah, it, I, I mean, I know what you mean. I'll be watching a. It's a in a regular drama situation. At any point, I'm just wondering why someone doesn't burst through a wall and solve everyone's problems with violence. <laughs> sweet, sweet, lovely violence. I don't want to see these normal people solving problems. Yeah, and, and people at this point that you know, it, it, I, if I've sat down to actually watch a regular show with other people. 
there's it'll be a real dramatic scene and there'll be crying and whatever's happening and someone's been shot i'm sure and every every now and then i'll just look at him and go you know what fix this batman yeah that doesn't go yeah. well i get kicked out of a lot of rooms <laughs> let's pop over to tv i guess man it looks like grant gustin has let us in on the fact that yeah there might be there might be a little bit of you know he says i think we're going to start showing earth one and earth two in the near future fitting by the way we, it, it i had uh it had slipped my mind but think about it go back all the way to god when was it 40s 60s i don't i don't remember mm-hmm. um 40s 40s yeah the flashes where multiverses started to begin with seems perfectly fitting to let him start it this time we're going to shift over to arrow real quick because Mm -hmm. mark guggenheim one of the executive producers is saying that arrow is going to take a lighter tone he does promise that there won't he promises there won't be a dramatic change despite the tonal shift it's going to have a little bit more humor a little bit more lightness i'm hoping every scene is a little bit like um it was this season, so it's the I think it was about mid season when they crossed over. It was the uh-huh. Captain Boomerang run. Diggle yeah. seeing the Flash for the first time and just just they just spills fries everywhere. It, it it he's he looks like a child about to urinate himself. It it, <laughs> it was absolutely hilarious. It, it was hilarious, and it was kind mm-hmm. of it. It took a minute. It it took me a minute to even realize that they were just going to be funny, and that was all it that was all there was to it. Because on Arrow, you're used to, you know, if somebody's funny for a second, like, I, I thought, a, you know, a Leagues of Assassin member was going to run Diggle through from the back while he was laughing. It, it, I guess he never laughed. But still, it, you can't take anything lightly there because that always ends up, it always ends up coming back on Oliver or somebody dies or blah, 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 blah. Just, it'd be nice to actually be able to have some stories where we could just enjoy the humor and go. And they've no. set it up well. We're, we're, we're. It's it's due. They're ready, and you can tell from the t- the way they're talking. They, they I've I've seen Amel and Guggenheim both use the word series finale at this point. They are they are ready to go make a different show, and good Which, for them. You know that's that is brave, guys. Good for you, Stephen Amel. He says Arrow is done. No more Arrow suit. I've worn it for the last time. Seriously, which Legends of Tomorrow trailer? Which uh, 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 yeah yeah yeah. Well, we'll he says it's. He does say that um, Oliver will be joining the, Pe- the Peace Corps and more likely that he'll be receiving a new costume and perhaps a, a new, longer name. Yeah, they teased the longer so, name thing. That was funny. Yeah, I wonder what that name could be. I, I mean, it's know. not like he's based on a character that we should know or something. No, probably, <laughs> be something, probably something obscure and impossible like the Guardian. All right, man, let's, uh, let's talk about this Flash finale Flat. Uh... Oh, wait, wait, wait. I got one more thing. Mm-hmm. All right. Supergirl has leaked online. Supergirl has leaked online. Mm-hmm. The pilot? The pilot. All right. Well, what are people I... saying? I haven't heard this. <clears throat> well, it uh, it only happened this morning. I mean, this is uh, it was you know Saturday morning around two in the morning that this this thing leaked and uh, it it's still it's still just disseminating itself. How would one acquire such a thing? By watching it after downloading it illegally. Oh. Oh. Well, I mean, what are what are they saying on... Has anyone posted a review or anything? Not one review that I've seen so far. It's it's just... It's out there and everyone seems a little stunned. And I... Literally, we're talking about Saturday at 2 in the morning. 
anyone who was up and downloaded that and watched it, which, by the way, was apparently a 1080 cut of it <clears throat> with no water. Oh, wow. Um, they, anyone who was awake at two in the morning to, to catch that is just now waking up to, to maybe write a review somewhere. Right. Um, it's, it's a full 12 hours after this is, this has hit the net. So it, mm-hmm. and anyone else is, you know, it's Saturday on Memorial day weekend. Like it, Hey, life still happens even when Supergirl gets Supergirl gets leaked. You know, I I don't believe this is a leak. I believe this is purposeful. But they did the same thing with the Flash. It got yeah. leaked. And it's one of the, it's like more successful than Arrow is 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 a powerhouse for CW. I don't, I don't know. know. I've never been I've never been able to figure out how it would actually benefit a company to leak it in such a manner. Um, oh, because it it makes um, there there are a certain amount of people on the internet, and I know from you know marketing YouTube videos and whatnot. There's a certain audience on the internet who detests anything honest. If some if honest company, yeah, anything honest, they detest it. If they can get it illegally, that's oh well, that's the version I want because that's oh yeah because they didn't want it. The the CBS didn't want it to be leaked, so we're gonna watch it to screw them. Gotcha. It's it's, it's a certain mentality. Like if if CBS came out and said, oh, "By the way, we're just gonna release the pilot early," they would be like, "They have no faith in this show. They're trying to amp up, you know, they're trying to amp up excitement six months early. God, all they do is just kind of shove, try to shove superheroes down my throat. But if it's illegal, if now. they didn't want it leaked." Now suddenly, suddenly there's there's an air of mystery to it. Like, oh man, yeah, they have someone. They have one of us in in their camp. The mainstream generally doesn't care. I don't think, or even notices when anything is leaked. It's just it's just these skeevy weirdos online. <laughs> I know. Like it's just a the only, certain the only thing crowd I can even see is people get so worked up about retention rates between the first episode and the second episode if you Mm. used a pilot to leak off some of your viewers on the first episode so it didn't have as much of a gap between the first and second Mm -hmm. and i believe that's a real thing i believe that's a real thing man i mean we may you know might be wrong maybe they didn't want that leaked yet but i i i think it got a probably a pretty solid reception in the trailer so they decided to leak it and it did. It had a really good reception in the trailer, especially at the upfronts. They were really pumped about this. Yeah. Anyway, Flash Finale, Season 1, Episode 23, Fast Enough. Was it fast enough for you, Jason? It was, and he was. <laughs> Except when it dutifully slowed down so that everyone could cry at each other. Um, <laughs> it, and, and you know, all right, I, I've specifically used the phrase... Uh, you know, over exposition of other of each other's feelings. Mm-hmm. I, there wasn't a lot of that, man. This was well done emotional content. This was just plain good, just plain good. Hey, every time Barry sits down to talk to a father figure, I have to check the room to make sure I have tissues available, just in case they've decided to pull one on me here. Yeah. Like, oddly Him and enough, his dad. Oh man. Yeah. Oddly enough, I didn't. I didn't have the emotional reaction I wanted to with with Barry and his legitimate father. Mm-hmm. Um, his you know John Wesley Ship 
goes on, oh, your mother wouldn't want you to do this because you might not be the man that blah, blah, blah. Okay. Well, we know he's going to do it, so screw you. <laughs> I, no, I, man. I, I, can, I can get care? behind that completely. I can get behind that completely. It was, uh, it, 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 it all stayed true to the characters as they actually are too. Cause it, I almost, almost I masochistically would, it seemed it a couple times. I wouldn't argue that it didn't, I wouldn't argue that it didn't stay true to the characters. It was just, it didn't hit me on an emotional level. Like that was, that seemed very rote to me. That was very by the book. Um, okay, that was it. It, what got me was, and it's, it's one little shot of, of, um, Gustin kind of crumpling into the phone after he says that. That was just uh-huh. that, it. If I was the kind of person who slow clapped at things, I, I, I would have had to give Gustin a slow clap on that one. Good job, man. As as much as I like John Wesley Ship, he he pales in comparison to Joe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's like, Jesse L. Martin, right? That's his name. Yeah. Yeah. That's his. Yeah. Um. That dude. Another could one freaking... of those dude. Act, he has man. killed it all season. He has just killed it. It hey, there haven't been a lot the of oddest choices. That, he does. I'm not sure if they're in the script or if he's just doing this. And I'd I'd love to know just so I know who to give credit to. But some of the scenes he's done, uh, two of my favorites are are well three even. All right, so Grodd, that whole scene, mm-hmm. which as you yeah, pointed out, was... must in real life have been just him staring down the gullet of like a. A, a mocap styrofoamed ball on the end of a broomstick. Right. <laughs> but man, I bought it. I bought it. I did too. And he was, he, he, he was he amazing. It. Everything he's done with, uh, in the latter part of the season with him, you know, with him and Barry's relationship has just been spot on. He dude looks like he mm-hmm. is always just one false word away from, uh, from having a real cry. And, mm-hmm. It, it, I'm, I'm loving it. I'm loving the fact that he's, he is. He's just, he's, it, the, the show has a heart because of this man's face. At any given time, you, you can just relate to the show on a very human level because Joe. Yeah. It's God's Joe is the heart of all day, show. but there's Joe. Yeah. And then let, let's uh, not forget the way he reacted when, uh, when the Flash showed him his voice. Actually, did the, uh, the, the, the voice modulation he can do with his, you know. Yeah, just outright giggling. Just yeah, it was childlike over the top joy. giggling, childlike <laughs> joy. Yes, right. exactly. And and that man, I mean, which not is even real that, stuff. Like, because if 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 somebody I knew told me they could do that kind of crap, I would giggle like a child for an hour. I've heard you giggle like that for an hour. <laughs> not that long though. Well, I've I've never been shown a superpower. Show me a superpower, sir, and I'll giggle for an hour. Yeah, I probably would too. <laughs> And regret nothing. Well spent hour. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Oh, that's a cheer we used to do in softball. Uh, what? It's, uh, actually Geico. Whenever someone hit a triple, we would wave our bats and yell, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. But we never got to use it because we would only hit home runs. Annoying. The phrase is from Geico because they help save people money? Geico? Yeah, they were our team sponsor. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Look around you. That car you're driving. That house your family lives in. Making your daughter laugh. Inspiring her to dream. You did that. Teaching your son to drive. Teaching him he can be anything. All you. And your dreams for tomorrow. You'll do that too. Legacies don't just happen. They are made by you. The important word being you. 
American Family Insurance, protecting your dreams as you achieve them. Insure carefully, dream fearlessly. Products not available in every state. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. So I felt like the finale, like, I'm, I'm kind of torn because while I thought it was well-paced, at the same time, I, I, I did think that Barry hummed and hawed quite a bit. Is is I know is it makes sense for the character um, because if any one of us had the same choice, I mean hell, he made that decision in what like a day, we would probably put it off for weeks. Seriously, and you know we're talking about he's got maybe a day to deal with it. I, I've gone through right. that much emotional back and forth about which six inch subway I want. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair to him, he has. He took. I had the same problem like two days ago, literally <laughs> at Subway. That menu is is submersive at times. It, I'm wringing my hands over a meatball sub. <laughs> Not even the you know possible destruction of the universe. So, yeah, I mean, right. taking a taking a day to to think deeply about it and consulting with some trusted authorities in your life and right. and, and loved ones. You know that that qualifies easily as manning up, as far as I could tell. Right, I, I no mean, worries. you know, I, I I give it to him, but you know, it's a, as a viewer and as one who is obviously well versed in these in these matters, uh, in in the matters of the procedural, yeah, and knowing that he was going to, he had to do it for the sake of the story. It's a little tedious. There was a lot of emotional impact on this on this show. I mean, even there discounting was. the John Wesley ship, I mean, if that got you, that got you, but. Nothing got it's, me so much as it could have been a mediocre called, scene. Gustin just gave it, uh, gave it absolute life. Plus, and I'm, I'm he did. Know, John Wesley does a, a fine job of of getting you into a scene. This is, I mean, it's, it's a man. It's a good cast. It is. It really well, is. I haven't. There, there's not John a point Wesley where I can ship. look at any one person and go, "Yeah, you failed this. You failed this show." No. I will say this about John Wesley Ship and about um, what, what was his name? Martin. What's his name? Jesse L. Martin. Jesse L. Martin. I don't know why I can't remember that cat's name. I only remember they, it because it's the end title, end title card most of the time. They can breathe the most life into the worst scripts. I I can't tell you there how many have, Law and Orders I've watched just because that man was compelling. He is. He he is. And it's a Law and Order. You now, know by the end of the first five minutes who done it. You you just you're just watching much, because yeah. he's cool. Yeah. The bit where Barry says goodbye to everyone. Great stuff. And calls and calls Joe dad. Yeah, that'll, I openly that'll pull wept, a string. I openly wept. That'll pull a string. And by openly, right I meant I was sitting in a very small room, closed off <laughs> by myself. Uh, by openly <laughs> wept, you mean quietly whimpered. Well, yeah. <laughs> That's but how tears men they openly s- weep. Quietly whimper to tear- ourselves alone. Yeah. <laughs> we swat. <laughs> we quietly sob. Right. And the bit where he actually but, has to which say Which qualifies to his as an outpouring of emotion on par to losing a family member. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And and the bit where he actually has to say where he actually has to say goodbye to his mother. Like but there's just so much. Like he gets he gets to the past and he sees future self. Yeah. Shake his head no. Like, nah man. You can't do this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This is a paradox upon paradox upon paradox because uh, I just I wonder if that if that version of the character actually had gone back and saved her, experienced the flashpoint paradox, 
undid that and now is fighting reverse flash and sees his former self and goes nah man like this this is just this could be layered in ways that we didn't really think they were going to tackle on this show if it's they a go CW back for show. It and, and put in that extra wrinkle i'll be fine i i was i was happy this time just watching it on this viewing i was happy to explain it as you know, your your dad told you that you've done. He's explained that you you do too much good as the man you are today, which is the reason he's happy to sit in a jail cell because he knows what he's contributing to. Right. So it that that thought being in his head when he sees his future self and come on, he's got a minute and fifty two seconds to get all that done. You don't have a lot of time to him and haw about it. You, yeah. You've a split second decision. You were already questioning yourself. You. I I can buy that he just looks at future version of himself and has to trust him mm-hmm. just has to and hey well, you're I mean, already well, there you might as well go say goodbye to your mom which again okay, whoever well, she the, is great job yeah she did a fine job i don't i don't know the actress's name but she did a really really nice job yeah i mean if you you place yourself in those shoes though let's say you go back in time there's a version of yourself that's from the future there from your future but you're mm-hmm. in the you're both in the past and that cat tells you don't change anything don't do it i'll be damned i'm gonna listen to future dave seriously i mean if 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 i was walking down the street right now on my way to make a series of poor decisions and future (laughs) future me pulls up in a corvette and and a six thousand dollar suit and says you need to turn back to your home right now i'm Mm -hmm. i'm going back i don't care how much i wanted a twix bar or whatever it was i was on the way to get i'm going back right now when he's in the wormhole and he sees he sees the future we get we get Caitlin Snow first appearance of Caitlin Snow as Killer Frost very briefly. Mm-hmm. She's gonna we be get a, a glimpse. Lot of fun too. We get a glimpse of the Flash Museum. Oh yes, the source of a wonderful amount of tales to come. Also of note, and possibly my favorite scene out of the entire finale that wasn't just pure visceral emotion: the Jay Garrick helmet. <laughs> flying through the wormhole yeah in case the show had taken itself too seriously the jay garrick helmet popping out of there and then that's my cue to go or and that's my cue what the hell is that yes. that's my cue <laughs> that is yeah that was that was fantastic it, it overjoys me like the look and tom cavanaugh is such a wonderful actor like, yeah i've enjoyed him between him and Jesse L. Martin, really, they have they have kicked up they've kicked that show Classed up a notch. the hell up, didn't they? They really did. Just the nuance in his face when he sees that Garrick helmet and has posed the question, "What the hell is mm-hmm. that?" It's like uh, it's like, oh, I might be I might be a match for Barry, but not too. Yeah, not too flashy. Yeah, I mean, he talks about in the first my in the first of the show, if either one of them was able to actually defeat the other, this whole thing would have never happened. Because if mm-hmm. in the future, whatever it is that happens in the future, if if one of them was an overmatch for the other, we wouldn't be here. But he specifically says we were, we n- neither one of us could beat each other. <clears throat> yeah, imagine if imagine if you had two flash, two flashes at your disposal. Yeah, Eddie's sacrifice. It um, how'd you feel? Pretty great. I honestly didn't see it coming. I I, I was in the middle of all that. I was in the middle of all that emotion, and I heard a gunshot and thought, oh. Yeah, um, and Eddie's been one of those characters that hasn't had a real purpose. I mean, it, Stein, as much as outlies his entire 
character arc for season one when he's talking to him, mm-hmm. and it it it's it's a pretty deft description of just how useless he's been, and um, yeah, I, it tees him up quite useless. nicely to make a, a powerful choice, and he does. He is useless. I felt like the writers might be trying to get rid of him. He might be back. I don't know. Apparently um, not. I mean, I specifically read about um, I read stuff about it, and you know they they. They didn't know what they were going to do with him, um, you know, until until mm-hmm. they figured it out, and that was you know the season had already started, they're already in production because that's just how he's. Well, then work. I call and, lazy writing. I call lazy <laughs> writing then because if they don't know what they're going to do with him and they don't have a good reason to get him, like they could have easily had him say like after he talks to Stein, he could have said, "Oh, okay, well then I'm going to leave town," and they're like, "Why?" He's like, "Well, I'm going to go get a real quick vasectomy and <laughs> stay out of history's way." <laughs> And no was one, there whatever really happens a, today won't matter. Was there, yeah, was there really a call <laughs> for, for suicide? We could just as easily have looked over and he's putting on, um, putting on priest's clothing. Right. Or he just, he, he's filling out an application to a monastery somewhere. I mean, you know, there. I, I know how comic books and television work. Uh, so much so that I apply those same rules in my life to to great failure. But <laughs> because life, I would, I would, yeah, I would be going and getting a vasectomy, and you know, calling Iris and being like, "Hey, hey, did it work? Did it? Did it is the reverse flash? Did, okay, he's still there. Something's happening. Okay, so he's breaking up. Cool, cool." Cool. All right. Cool. Didn't need to kill myself. Gotcha. Gotcha. I, I would mean, like to assume a... that as long as he was still alive in any capacity, um, that hell there was still clones. a chance. Yeah. I mean, you can. Right. You could. That. And we're I'm just talking saying, about Harrison give, Wells or you know, Eobard give him a second I mean, me a shot. I guess, at this That's point, all I'm saying. Officially, really, this is a clever dude. As long as as you're you have working DNA, I'm willing to assume that however many years in the future he is, he's figured out how to clone you at least. Continue the line. But see, even that, like, I mean, I'm sure Thawne will be back. I'm sure he will be back. Yes, we saw well, they a body. Want it. I mean, and... they want to bring him back at, at, a little bit. They just, they liked the guy. This was, um, he was mm-hmm. well-loved on the set. They they didn't mm-hmm. want to kill him, but it was just, it was the best decision for his character. And I gotta admit, it made him meaningful. Um, yeah. It did. It, it gave him power among gods. It was, uh, it's it's a nice moment when you can, you can get a, a human into a situation where he has that much that much effect on yeah, a situation I mean, like this. I, you know, I don't blame him. I like to loop her too, but right, right. you know, it's whatever. I, I'm, I'm fine with Eddie being gone though. I really am. I mean, it seems like there were, there were easier choices to make that good bow involve out. killing oneself, but hey, I, I, it I, was a good bow out. It really was. Now, did, did you tell me that they, you actually read that Tom Cavanaugh is coming back? Yeah. Um, they've officially, well, at least in interviews, they've they've said that you know Kavanaugh will be back. I cannot remember if they said that he'll be back as the Reverse Flash or if he's coming back as Harrison Wells proper before he got thawned. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, any of these are possible. The the rules of time travel would seem to indicate that it would probably be Harrison Wells proper. And if we could actually just get Tom Kavanaugh as the real Harrison Wells and just kind of keep him around. Yeah, I would love it if Harrison there's... Wells proper was the one who came back and started you know rebuilding the team at star labs yeah um and you get to see him meeting you know cisco and caitlin for the first time uh which for mm-hmm. him that would be pretty much what was what was happening mm-hmm. um 
Because if I remember correctly, he's been Eobard in disguise the entire time he's been building this reactor. Yeah. Yeah. So he has. you get to see them doing some team building exercises. You get to see Wells, who at this point would just be a human that's amazed by what what he's got on his plate. You get to see right. him dealing with, um, you know, we, we don't, there hasn't been any, other than her in that suit, there hasn't been any indication that, that we're going to get to Killer Frost, or how at least we're going to transition over to that. Oh, I, I think yeah. I just read that Killer Frost was coming soon. Oh, I know like she's coming soon. I mean, they've they've already like got season two. Yeah, no, she's she's slated. I just don't know exactly. I don't know what they're going to do to write her in exactly. Um, I mean, Cisco though, we got a glimpse at. And oh man, they chose their wording carefully. He can see. Oh, uh, <laughs> he can see the vibrations through the universe, right? Yeah, and you know, I I love Tom Cavanaugh so much. Just you see the cogs working in this man as he's as he's talking to Cisco on this like this twisted father son relationship. Yeah, I just love the whole damn thing. Just yeah, he's and done, Cisco he's done a great is one of those characters. Cisco is one of those characters that I thought I was going to hate. I when, did. I had first... active active concerns about this. It was that goofy smile. It was the the one liners. The the little quips weren't working for me, and I don't know what it was. Yeah. I really don't. I think it might have just been the the transition tonally from Arrow to Flash, because that's where we got to know him a little bit. And I don't know what it was, but I wasn't I wasn't looking forward to it. And then somewhere around, well, it felt like maybe episode four or five. I just I just dug in and started really liking this guy. He had he had an amazing air of being. 90s TV show sidekick. Yes, he did. He very much did. He long, felt like he long was completely hair, disposable. Long hair, flannel shirt, t-shirt underneath, looked like, you know, a Kurt Cobain fan. Always you know, sipping the, the, on a soda that was perpetually going out. It, it was always, he was always yeah. at the bottom, the slurpy portion of soda. Yeah, he... That, exactly. Khaki, khaki shorts, you know? <laughs> like, he just yeah. seemed like he was just the nerdy kid who's a friend of a superhero. Right. Or the lead character, whatever. But he surprised me because they they actually gave the character a lot of depth and a lot of a lot of really fun things to play with. They did, and once I'm he started getting into excited having to his, see where his this own going. scenes, I started trusting him. As you know, I started trusting the actor a lot. Which um, that's just I, I guess it's just part of the process of getting to love a character. But it, at some point, yeah, I just I lost all of the. All of that melted away, and I just liked the guy. Just plain liked him. Mm-hmm. And by the time he's actually, you know, throwing some bunches with Pied Piper, I was, I was, I was outright interested. I mean, aside from the exploration of superpowers, I'd say, you know, get him a haircut. Otherwise, I'm good. Like, the hair's a little annoying for me. I don't know why. It is a little. It just, I don't know either. It I really don't. bothers me. It makes his face look, I think, fatter than it is, or weirder. Than, I don't know what the I don't know what the problem is with his face. Something weird about. I'm not it. a stylist, damn it! I just know it doesn't look right. <laughs> it just it doesn't <laughs> look right. But something I like about the guy. Is, is off. I, I like the guy. The hair. He's gonna be vibe. Who cares? You can put him <laughs> in a. You can go pull one of a few of like the old Saved by the Bell costume changes, and I'll still watch him if he's a vibe. Right now, I. And the reason I've been excited about him the whole time, and even when I was getting... It, it, all, right, all of the uh, concerns about him I had early on aside, I was still thinking, come on, it's Cisco Ramon. This has to go well yeah. at some point. Um, yeah. And th- the most interesting part about it is, it, you know, in the, the giant pseudo-scientific realm of explanations that are proffered for superheroes, 
the Flash's speed can be interrupted by a, a physical gap between one place and the next, and Vibe can create such a, a, a gap that he mm-hmm. can stop the Flash dead in his tracks. He's one of the only people that, that on record that can just plain shut him down when he wants to. Yeah. And there really aren't a lot of those people. I mean... Oh, I really loved the circular part from the pilot where Wells tells him, uh, run, Barry, run, with a completely different tone. Yeah, yeah. I really love that. Like, that... The callback I just love Tom Cavanaugh. I just really love Tom Cavanaugh. That's all it comes no, down he, to, really. No, he's killed it. That, that'll be one of my... <laughs> I haven't heard that and he I will, was I will very like, much... signed on for season two. I know he's signed up to do something, and I hope it's as much as mm-hmm. possible. I really do. I'd even love though, to see him even... just playing as Harrison Wells, but if he's doing Eobard the entire time, it, he's he's so good at showing that conflict that mm-hmm. I'm up for it. I mean, I'll, I'll take more Reverse Flash. One day I might even get used to the name Reverse Flash. So stupid. <laughs> well, it's better than any other options, really. I mean, Yellow it, Flash... Uh, Yellow Flash would have been fine. Also fast. Banana food. Flash. There we Banana go. Banana Flash. <laughs> Banana Flash sounds like a, a an exhibitionist that lives near the Santa Monica Pier. I really want him to be called Banana Flash now. You can't do that. You, you're not allowed. You're not allowed. That has been I don't forbade. Know why he couldn't have just. <laughs> I mean, is Reverse Flash? Is he? Is that worse than Doc, uh, than Professor Zoom? No, it's not. It's not worse. <laughs> nor is it better? It, uh, it, it's it's. There's so many. Uh, there's so many amazing characters in in the DC universe that just have some of the worst names I've ever heard of. Um, My favorite being <sighs> Crazy Quilt, but Crazy Quilt was one of the best. Well, in real life, if we all had, if a number of us had superpowers. I imagine, you know, we would come up with some... Well, first of all, we would be coming up with code names. We are no different than Cisco Ramon. We would be coming up with code oh, names. Cisco was us. And that's, that I would may be have been our problem. proudly labeling the file folders with the name I had chosen for each guy. And giggling mm-hmm. to myself as I did it. Just... <laughs> but some of them, you know, you can't be, you know, on on spec every time. Like, some of them would be a little off. Some of them would not be like Golden Glider. Eh, come on, that wasn't great. But Captain Cold—that's a winner. <laughs> Heat wave winner. <laughs> now I will be curious. Uh, speaking of him and Golden Glider, do we want to see more of him and Golden Glider? More of Cisco and Golden Glider? Yeah, it's a great um, moment where he says like, "Some days it's really hard to be a good guy" or something like that. Yeah, yeah, I. <clears throat> In that case, I would think that, and they might play with it a little, and kind of, you know, have a bit where Cisco is is so distraught over his mentor being an, being an evil supervillain that he actually does kind of cross over to the dark side. But at the end of the day, I, I don't think that relationship would stand um, yeah. in any real workable sense, unless Golden Glider kind of thought, you know what, my brother's a dick, and I'm. Maybe maybe Cisco's teaching me how to be a better person. Like Golden Glider would have to actually be the one to change overall if they were to really go down that path. I don't really have it, any. I don't have a great desire to see it. I don't. I could go without really it. I like care. the clips. I like it being yeah, a cute I don't, thing. Um, I don't like, really you know. care for the character who uh, or the the character or the actress playing her. 
I've seen her do uh, on Tomorrow People. She did. She has range. Um, they haven't allowed her any here. She's got a very short leash on the Flash. Uh, she's, yeah. See, I've uh, never seen her ca- before, right now. So. She's characterized as just kind of a strange nymphy creature. I don't. I, she's. It's a mm-hmm. very static character. I, I don't know she, what to do with it. They haven't either. They haven't given her, or she doesn't possess. And I can't decide which because she hasn't been given a whole lot to do. You're right, but mm-hmm. she doesn't. She doesn't have the presence of even say um, the what was her name Aphrodite on the Arrow. Oh, Cupid. Cupid. That was it. That was yeah. it. Cupid. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, she doesn't even have the. She doesn't even have a fraction of the of the of the pull that Cupid does. Like she's a much more interesting and fun character. And it, it seems like so far Golden Glider is just sort of that kind of character. Like she's obviously a psychopath, right. bad girl. Let me let me throw in some quips here because I'm so bad, it's so right. flirtatious, and blah blah. blah. Uh, just overly flirty and strange. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just off putting in how flirty she yeah, is. Yeah, it, it to the it flirty. Be a person. Over, truly over flirty to the point where when you know when you're someone in real life that acts like that you choose to spend time away from that person as immediately as possible yeah it, it's, you not know. An attra- it's not an attractive thing it's just not the um i could deal without that plus cisco's uh, cisco going bad that's just it's not right he's a puppy he's he's got the heart of a labrador no yeah, way at this point i wouldn't if i mean star labs any... crumbled around him and he was still a good dude period and I would, I would, I would guess that you know after, like he was so hurt, like so so visibly hurt that mm-hmm. that Wells had betrayed him in this way. Mm-hmm. It's uh, I, I I just don't see it happening. I don't. I mean, I could see some you know maturation of of Cisco realizing you know going a bit to the Oliver side, realizing that. Sometimes to do the right thing, you have to do the wrong thing. Blah blah blah. But nah, that's not you know, him. He's I, the guy who would come back and and say you can't, you can't do the wrong thing no matter what. He's he's yeah. he's got the he's got the this, the moral at, code deeply ingrained in him. Now I remember there was there were three three so he'll be different killer further frosts. Is what we have ahead of us. Hmm. So he'll be betrayed further. Is what we have ahead of us. Yeah, maybe that'll um, finally be it. Maybe that's the you know what screw you guys moment. Right now is is killer like it, I think there was one good killer frost and two bad killer frosts. Now I don't remember which one was which because there were like three or four of them. And yeah, Caitlin like Snow was the else. one that had been Caitlin Snow had been the one that was the least utilized the last time I looked. Well, she was the one though that frost, actually did yeah. marry or was interested in Ronnie Raymond, and she is mm-hmm. you know she's a heat vampire, so you know hooking up with a guy named Firestorm seems like a pretty equitable way to go. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, I mean, he's not even he's Firestorm doesn't even have a fuel source. He's just constantly changing cells into other forms. He's fine. I he's would I would be really okay. There. I would be really okay if her version of Killer Frost wasn't a bad guy. If she wasn't a villain, I would be okay with that. If we just had a show with three superheroes running around, yeah, three I or mean, four, um, wouldn't hurt me a bit. I got my money on Antihero, though. I've got my money on major villain story arc for her for just a second, at least. All right, yeah. I mean, that might that might be true. That might be probably workable. season two. Probably betrays her, and hey, wouldn't it just be nice if Vibe's the one who stops her because Cisco finally gets hold of his powers? 
I'm excited for season two. I really I am. Really am. My name is Oliver Queen. We we touched on it last week. Let's dive in. What you got? Um, couldn't be happier for Felicity. Um, let, let me put it this way. Like she's she hasn't been one of those cheap characters. There's nothing there's nothing cheap about how her affections for Oliver have developed over time. I mean, um, they've they've just been colleagues, and then it's just been quietly sitting there in the background, and they haven't. And I I'm, I'm not annoyed because it's not like they've been teasing me for three seasons about him and Felicity hooking up. They've only really teased it for about a season. The rest of the time, it's been you know him and Laurel or him and Sarah or him and Huntress there for a second. It. it this that their relationship has been well learned and it's um been actually rewarding to 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 see them have at least one happy moment here and that you know we as they keep saying they're they're using the phrase serious finale if they came back and rebranded the show the green arrow we we've talked about that wouldn't be not only is it not insane kind of maybe uh, maybe clever yeah i i would be down for that but I, um, they're obviously they've driven they've driven off into the sunset like he dreamed about, and they're gonna come back at some point. We don't know exactly what's gonna go on, but mm-hmm. you know, I I don't think they're driving off into a dark path. They're just actually gonna go on vacation, and you know, good for those two kids. They're yeah, gonna go make I, a beach I, somewhere even more attractive. I'll say this: I I was always okay with Felicity thinking Oliver is hot. I am a straight dude. And I think Oliver is really hot. (laughs) That part didn't bother me. What bothered me was when we get to the end of season two and he, you know, pretends to be in love with Felicity and uh, to to trick Slade or whatever. And then, oh, well, we're not really tricking anyone because we do feel this way. That felt unearned. That Um, one did, I admit. That one actually was. That felt uh, unearned. So as much annoyance felt we, about as straightforward as anything else in season two but so the season three reveal that they're together or thinking about being together and then he you know kisses her and tells her he can't be you know with her if he's the arrow yes he shouldn't have kissed her that was a dick move we talked about that not that on was. the show but in our ongoing and our deeply lives. interesting personal lives we discussed <laughs> but it never felt earned to me. Even like Oliver and Felicity going like riding off into the sunset never really felt earned. And it never felt earned to me because we had a situation where like suddenly unearned interest. Then uh, we have Oliver turning right the hell around and saying, well, I can't be with you because I'm the arrow. And an entire season of events that pushed them further apart. I'm not sure I can forgive Felicity for for breaking Ray's heart. I like Ray. That, that's my that's my least favorite part about it is. Um, I like Ray more than Oliver. I think. Yeah, yeah, he's actually he's a lot more fun by every every measure. Um, he's just been a lot more fun to have on screen. Is and I was and really hoping. Been... I was really hoping when they started teasing the 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 Ray Felicity thing that oh good we're gonna jump right the hell over this this ill-advised Oliver Felicity BS, but man, did they screw oh, the pooch was, on that one. I, I, I kind of, I always knew it was going that way, so I, I wasn't really... You know how sometimes you, you know, but you just hold out hope anyway that they're just going to be like, uh, sure, oh, well, good, sure. we're going to find a 
this awesome guy who's basically you know nice Tony Stark. Yeah. Um, yeah. And like a, a boyish charm to him that's that's you know not a booze induced charade. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's been fun. And um, come on though, it, it it was hard not to see the news and and know that. Ray and Felicity weren't going to work because as soon as you knew the Adam was moving over to another show, you knew that was doomed. Um, mm-hmm. It's the same reason, like when Felicity, uh, when and Barry were kind of flirty there for a second. It, yeah, they would have been an adorable little couple, but eh. so oh. aside from that, though, like the Felicity uh, Oliver, or what? Uh, I think someone I, I saw it described as Olicity somewhere. I'd never actually heard that term before, but it made me laugh. Um, I, I'm on Tumblr, so yeah, I've seen that. Yeah, <laughs> I was I was I was happy for them. I'm okay with that ending, and it, specifically, I'm okay with that ending because it it takes two of the core members of the the Team Arrow kind of atmosphere. I mean, you got Oliver, you got John, and you've got Felicity, and those three are the the core. So mm-hmm. it, that little handshake with Diggle, I mean, it, it, they've got they've got stuff to deal with that's going to come up in season four, and Guggenheim has has you know said outright that their their beef isn't quite over um mm-hmm. they've got stuff to work out but they're clear like the handshake to me meant you know we'll uh, we'll agree loosely to to work on this in the future but for now i'm kind of mad and i'm gonna go the other way okay fair enough now more than ever it's important for you and your family to enjoy the spaces you're in most often Visit fergusonshowrooms.com to shop online or schedule a personalized consultation to meet with our experts at your local Ferguson, bath, kitchen, and lighting gallery. Together, we'll help you make the most of home and create a space you'll love to live in. Get started on your project and discover extraordinary products like the Quartz Lux Undermount Kitchen Sink from LK. Look around you. That car you're driving, that house your family lives in, making your daughter laugh, inspiring her to dream. You did that. Teaching your son to drive, teaching him he can be anything, all you. And your dreams for tomorrow, you'll do that too. Legacies don't just happen, they are made by you. The important word being you. American Family Insurance, protecting your dreams as you achieve them. Insure carefully, dream fearlessly. Products not available in every state. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, SI and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. If I was all over, right I'd, be, I'd be like, John, man, I'm sorry about kidnapping your, your wife and daughter, but you've given me so much bad advice. Can't we call this even? Right. <laughs> Every week you're telling me, you can't tell Thea. She'll hate you forever, Oliver. You can't tell we Laura. Finally She'll tell hate her, you forever, Oliver. She turns into Oliver. a superhero. What do you want? I told her, and things were good for the first time in three years. Every yeah. piece of advice you have given me has been to lie, and that was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying it justifies, you know, kidnapping anybody. Can't we You're call a bodyguard, not a heart guard. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Leave the hearting to me. I don't think that's a phrase he wants to be able to use. It, and I will say, uh, here's the big tease, the big thing everyone's... Every, everyone's focused on who's Diggle gonna be I, I I I've I've thought really deep and hard about it and I I cannot be expected to care the the well, big one is oh come on let him be John Stewart no hey, here's the problem they have actually they've uh, retconned Diggle well it's not even retconned they've just kind of 
slipped him into the actual comics at this point. So yeah, somewhere in the have. DC universe, Diggle's an actual person. Well, in that same mm-hmm. universe, we already have John Stewart. In that same universe, we already have the Garden Guardian. Mm-hmm. I think I think they're going to make up somebody new, or come up with somebody that's even more obscure, and someone that doesn't currently have someone you know assuming that alias. Right. Well, I, I think they're I just going to try to rewrite, you know, Green Arrow's name history, especially that. John Stewart's an iconic character. You don't rewrite that name. Well, they're not gonna say like, uh, look, John Stewart's backstory fits John Diggle's very well. Very. We well. Don't know his. That's, I we, think why people got we, so excited. Plus, he does look great well, in those Photoshop pictures of him in the green. He does, and there's not one. I, I can't think of another person I would want to have that power ring. I can't. I really no, can't. I would be fine. I don't give a damn if there's a John Diggle in the DC universe now standing right beside a John Stewart. I don't care. <laughs> continuity be damned. Arrow. The show. No, not continuity be damned, but this is a different <laughs> continuity. Arrow um, added the spoke to that wheel, so they decided, oh, he's a he's a big character, he's a he's a popular character. Let's go ahead and throw him into the comics because Harley Quinn I'm just, right. who cares? If they want to make him John Stewart, if they want to come out and say, oh, by the way, his middle name is Stewart, I'm yeah. good with that. I, I, have, um, I have no dams to give. I looked everywhere I could, not a damn ways. to spare. Right. <laughs> there, are, there are ways. There, there are definitely, just having those two names already be occupied is child's play to to mm. wrapping something up in a comic book universe. There's, It's absolutely possible. And if, if, you know, a couple months. And they're in convergence right finally now. Get set footage. Yeah. If we finally get news in a couple months that he that they're going to do it, that you know we finally see him on set and he's in that green outfit mm-hmm. or something, I'm down. Do not get Look, me twisted, man, man. I'm in. But I don't think that's one, what they're going to do. That is, uh, it might not be what they're going to do. They've talked about it. I know they've talked about it. The actor have, has said that they have talked about it actively. Talked about making him John Stewart. And he doesn't know if that's so what they're going at to this do. Point, he's just laughing. Right. All he knows is and, his costume. Oh, and he teased he teased this week that he had just done a um, a 3D scan. So they've whatever he's going to be in is going to be, you know, form fitting. Yeah, man. Yeah, and <laughs> you know, you have a Mel who has said we sure have mentioned Ferris Air a lot. Yeah. How awesome ML would it be? Ber- Berlanti every co-wrote now and then Green I think Lantern. He's just messing with us because he can. Well, Berlanti co-wrote Green Lantern, and yeah. even. I think about a year and a half, two years ago, said, I still have Ryan Reynolds' phone number around here somewhere. We'll, maybe we'll see. Yeah. It looks and like I, the same, the, the Ferris Air signs look the same as they did on Green Lantern. Now, I mean, that might just be Warner Brothers grabbing the Ferris Air and going, we're going to save some money because we didn't make any on Green Lantern. <laughs> it, they might have literally pulled that out of a, a back alley somewhere. Just a, a forgotten how, piece of studio equipment. But how fun would it be, man, if Greg Berlanti actually managed to have a thing pre-Arrow that's, that was the introduction to the Justice League, his Justice League that was Green Lantern? I would be totally yeah. down for that. I want Which would qualify as, to rephrase mm. it, take that, Ezra Miller. Yeah. <laughs> we were here first. I mean, and he could. A cat, I, who and... Is a, a cat who is a fine actor, by the way. I have, I have no problems with Ezra Miller. 
Let me put it this way. I may have many problems. What is it going to be? Like 2018 or something? I don't know. In two or three years from now, I may be sitting here with a number of problems about the Flash movie, but they're probably not going to be Ezra Miller's fault. Yeah, they're not going to be Ezra Miller's fault. I mean, who can blame the kid? If somebody came to us and said, hey, you want to play the Flash? I'd be like, yes. How are you going to CG out my fat? Is would be my only question. (laughs) Yeah, I... because would, I'm not training for a runner's body. I'm not. I, I, <laughs> I would even do the training. I would have jogging shoes on before the ink dried. Right. I'd be out, going. And, you know, no one, no no blame, man. And it, it could. He could very easily just hop in and, and man, it, it'd, be, it'd be fun to just have Reynolds hop on. Because they did. They've mentioned. Um, they specifically said, you know, we've lost a... Ferris area shut down after we lost the pilot. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, they did. They they did mention that. Yeah. You don't have to be a deep track comics fan to know that was a nod. Mm-hmm. A, a, a mild cursory glance will will get you that one. And yeah, I mean, if they pulled it back in, it'd be that'd be that'd be hilarious. And come on, it's, now it, I think Green Lantern's like 2019 or something. Mm-hmm. They're not gonna cast Ryan Reynolds. They're they're just not. They're not gonna try to continue that. At nope. the very least, it's just it's not in the the DNA of a network executive or a WB executive in particular. It, it's not in their DNA to recast someone to try again at a role that didn't make the money the first time. Period. Right. And it's um, you know, I would the if Green Lantern, Hal Jordan, Hal Jordan. If he shows up on Arrow and he is not Ryan Reynolds and that continuity is not connected, I'm going to be a little sad over that. Just, unless, it just it would seem like a waste. Now, I don't think Ryan unless Reynolds is it's Nathan come Fillion and, and Dane upon television at any point. But... Unless it's Nathan Fillion. In which case, all is well. All is forgiven. All is all well. All is forgiven. But no, I mean, look, you know, is... I don't think Ryan Reynolds is at a point in his career where he is above television. And the cat honestly seems pretty down for anything. He's doing dead. No, he is the dude. He is a game dude. He is absolutely. He's a, he's there's a reason it's people like Fillion and Reynolds. There's a reason fans like them as much is because they they just have an air of, of real respect for the material that you, you can relate to. And I mean, Reynolds we're talking is, about a cat who, at the that. top, at the top of his popularity, which has gone by now, like that, he is not at the top of his game anymore. No, at, at the at the pinnacle. I mean, he might pull a Robert Downey Jr. and and show up in his forties or something and be really big again or fifties or something. But I mean, we're talking about a cat who, at the top of his popularity, like showed up for like two five second cameos in in Seth MacFarlane's Ted. He's yeah, game. That is true. Let's and do this. It, it'd have to now. The thing is, you'd have to do it. If if you did that scene, it would have to be even for a cameo. There'd have to be finality to it, or the entire time for the rest of the show's run. I'd be wondering, like, come on, can we get him back for a minute? Let's do an episode. Let's do a crossover. I'd be excited about yeah. it. Now, if he's gonna come in, let him come in, and you know, clearly and finally fly back into space to cover a sector or something. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I wouldn't I even mind if it was just like, I wouldn't mind if it was like a mid-season finale for uh, Legends of Tomorrow. Yeah. 
just do like just yeah. one big you know orgasmic finale for the for the season mm-hmm. have a whole arc yeah. like just just throw it all in now i and for some reason we're not as annoyed about that throw them all in thing as we are when they do it in the movies i don't know what that instinct is never have fully understand it understood it but i i feel it well i i think because um for me anyway the television division has proven to me that they can do a whole crop of superheroes in an arc and not get too bogged down with it um in the movies though there's a tendency to want to cram so much action in you don't have you can at least mess with an arc you have the first part of a season to build up a story you've already got a through line yeah you've only essentially got two two and a half hours and you've only got you're only going to be able to fit in three maybe four good arcs there um yeah tv i can drop in out of 22 23 episodes i can drop one drop in a line on like three six eight 13 and and then finish it off at 22 and it only takes very little screen time Mm -hmm. but you have so much material through which you can weave things that yeah you can fit in whoever you want to yeah uh with diggle in particular and this is something Mm -hmm. um you know who who will he be and all that i my my money right now is on they don't use an existing character i think they make up somebody new for him and i because because they've done him well diggle mm-hmm. diggle has actually he's he's beloved now in in certain groups he's actually he's played well he's been one of the secret little surprise well damn that went well kind of upshots of the show and you know what You've done that. You've given me like three different shows to play with. You got another one that may or may not be connected. The Berlanti, right. Guggenheim, Kreisberg team, all of them. You've given me so much. You absolutely deserve to be able to write your own character at this point. Write in whoever, make him whoever you feel like being. I got you. I mean, I'll, I'll accept that. Him. I'll accept that. It's still Diggle. I enjoy Diggle. Um, and Diggle as a character has earned the right to do that. So I'm not going to, it's not going to feel forced. He can do it. At the same time, though, I really like they might they might do it. They might make him his own character. Like I wouldn't put it past them. But there has been so as much. As long as they don't make it like Grave Digger or something. I'm... Grave Diggle. Grave Diggle. Um, there has been so diggle. much hype over him being John Stewart. Mm-hmm. I can to the point where people are asking about it in interviews. Several times. I. Yes, several times. I would I would be very surprised if they made him anything other than John Stewart, simply for the fact that they know it's going to be a huge fan disappointment if he yeah, is anyone they, other than John Stewart. If they crumple under the weight of that and just decide to do it, yeah, okay. I wouldn't I mean, think I, less of them for crumpling. I really wouldn't. No, no, I really wouldn't. I, and I wouldn't blame them either if they just wanted to make it their own and, you know, hey – it's no reveal if you've been asking for it the whole time kind of thing. I, that's a pretty reasonable attitude, too, is the old the old Whedon thing. Don't give them what they want. Give them what they need. Right, but we're not talking about Whedon here. We're talking about Berlanti and Guggenheim. <laughs> I know, but it's still a writing philosophy, and that's fine. If they wanted to make so sure fun. that they had the edge and, and come up with something new or even just pull something extremely obscure, at that point, it's, you know... At, talking about the audience as a whole it's our fault that we're disappointed it's not it's not theirs what do you think the chances are that nissa 
is going to be <laughs> beside herself fed up with Malcolm Merlin being Rachel Ghoul and mm-hmm. actually just throws her pappy right back into a Lazarus pit. It he'll come back, he'll be a little more insane, take back take back the crown. It would it would cheapen the story for me a little bit because, you know, you want death to mean something. But it wouldn't hurt my feelings to see Nables again. He was great. Yeah, I mean we, we have a Lazarus pit. Death, she be cheapened. Yeah. That door's open. Um that door is and they is don't seem to be worried about wide it. open. But I, I would be annoyed. I mean, if we went through this huge thing to kill him, and then, you know, maybe an episode or two into the next one, we're bringing him back. Nah, screw that. I, I mean, if they did it towards the end of the season and it was just a gag, that'd maybe one thing. But nah. Mm-mm. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, anyway, if, I just wouldn't want to see it. I like that guy, but I like him dead. All right. Well, I think we're gonna wrap it up for this episode. What did you guys think about the uh, Flash and Arrow finales? What did you think about the Suicide Squad news and all of that good stuff that we talked about in this episode? Let us know in the comments. We are now available on iTunes and Stitcher and Twitter and Facebook. You can find us lots of places now. My name is David C. Robertson, and you can find my sketch comedy and web series on YouTube under my name or on maladjusted.tv. We will see you guys next week when we start our Gotham Retrospective. Fifteen minutes could save you fifteen percent or more. Oh, that's a cheer we used to do in softball. Uh, what? It's uh actually Geico. Whenever someone hit a triple, we would wave our bats and yell, 15 minutes could save you fifteen percent or more." But we never got to use it because we would only hit home runs. Annoying. The phrase is from Geico because they help save people money. Geico? Yeah, they were our team sponsor. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Look around you. That car you're driving. That house your family lives in. Making your daughter laugh. Inspiring her to dream. You did that. Teaching your son to drive. Teaching him he can be anything. All you. And your dreams for tomorrow. You'll do that too. Legacies don't just happen. They are made by you. The important word being you. American Family Insurance. Protecting your dreams as you achieve them. Insure carefully, dream fearlessly. Products not available in every state. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin.